0: I'm not being ready Welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talent, Thor, my Taylor. Listen, B, listen, B. Listen, B, it is November 9th. It's a beautiful day down here in South Florida. Things are already getting chilly. They like Savings was this past weekend. So it's already getting dark before I can even get a chance to get off of work, change from my slacks to my basketball shorts, put a ball in my hand and say, let's go ball. But you know what I say, regardless of that time and regardless of that weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Let's let's get started. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. Listen, man. I don't know if you caught the show last week. If you caught the show last week, there was, there was a little bit of hecticness that was involved in that. And I've also been away of I've been aware of saying like somebody brought to my attention that I may have been neglecting a couple of my a couple of my a couple of my sports pages, so you know what we're gonna make sure we get all of these things straight away. We got a lot to cover today. We got a lot to cover today. Listen, we definitely got the the NFL to talk about because it is pure madness what's going on over there, sir. You know what I mean, I say? Like pure madness I'm going over there, sir. Like like Jerry Jones and Roger Cadell and 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 injury bug left and right and Kaepernick and man. Telling you, we got a lot to talk about today. So listen, like we we, we not gonna hesitate. Can you dig it, dig it, dig it. Sucker, sucker? We gonna have to get right because we also get a chance to talk some basketball. We get a chance to talk some baseball. Like, ooh. It's it's one of them days. It's one of them days. <laughs> And not to mention, not to mention, not to mention, we still got a game going on in the background. We got the Seattle Seahawks playing the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. And in Seattle fashion, this score is the only way that Arizona that, that Seattle knows how to put up points. It is 7 to 12. That's what Seattle does. And they're in halftime. So while we, so while I don't want to keep on talking about week 10 of the NFL, let's make sure we let's go ahead real quick and update. Give you the updates for week nine. So first of all, right? You have to understand that we went this week. If you follow the mighty sports picks, then we went eight and five this week. It wasn't great. It was. It's not bad. We we're above 50. we We're three hundred. We we're three games above five hundred. Something like that, to that nature. <laughs> so. So if if you're taking the picks, you you still got to especially in this NFL season, where things are just so disarrayed that you really don't know where to start at. But this may have been one of the easier weeks. And we we really only missed out on on a couple of things, so let's go ahead and review them. We're talking about Natalie, I see you calling. Woo! But you're too late. You should listen to the show. So I'm texting you so you know. Hey! And now we go the one time for your mind, two times for your brain, three times, you're going to say, so, Natalie, I'm live right now, can't answer, we're not taking phone calls right now, it's too early in the show to take phone calls, and plus, we got a line for that, I don't, I don't know if you guys know, but we have a line for that, so, and, and Natalie, I couldn't take your phone call, because I'm going to make sure I talk about something that you wanted to talk about today. So listen, I, as I keep telling you guys, if you send me questions, if you send me topics, if you send me concerns, I will address them live on the air for you. MightySports.net, All day long. You just got to let me know that you are there. And I'll play it here. I'll talk about it here. So the very first game was he rolled back into the NFL talk first game that we have of week nine was Buffalo versus New York, and New York came away with, with the New York Jets, that is, because if we're going to talk about a New York team winning, then we only could be talking about the Jets at this point in time, so we have Buffalo versus New Jersey next, but uh, New York came away with that victory, 34 to 21, and what can I say, what can I say, I don't I don't know how to judge the Jets this year, I don't know how to, I couldn't say I don't know how to judge the Bills, the Bills are whoever the Bills are, the Bills have been looking promising for about half a Second, and they still find a reason to keep failing. So you know what? I don't put it past them when they lose against a team like the, new, like the New York Jets that for some odd reason, you know that Josh McCowan, Josh McCowan folks, is a top ten quarterback. A team that the New that, that people said wasn't going to have a quarterback this year because they had two young guys that wasn't doing anything. They had an old guy that was going to come in there and bring the bridge. He was going to possibly only win one or two games, so we could get we could get one of these studs in the draft. The, yo, one of the oldest farts in the room. He's making that shit for Breezy, baby. Woo! So I really don't know how to how to judge the justice here by the of build Buffalo, but I did pick the Justice Win, so that's what we're gonna roll I had New Orleans over Tampa Bay. As listen, as New Orleans actually pick up now their sixth straight win, but was more surprising is that the fact that James Vincent didn't finish that game, he left out with a shoulder injury. And then on top of that, he put like did he try to give a guy a wet, really? Like, you understand this? Jameis Winston tried to give a guy a wet villain, and because of that, because of that, not only would Jameis Winston not be playing because of his injury against the Jets this week, but neither will Mike Evans. So this lets let you know automatically that that game should be a lock. Should be, but it's the NFL. I had Atlanta over Carolina, but unfortunately, Carolina actually ended up beating Atlanta 20 to 17. And let me make this clear: there was only three teams this week. And actually, let me mention this There were three teams this week that had their point that, that lost so bad that the winning team tripled their point total. The first one of those teams was Tampa Bay. They lost 10-30. to 30. So now let's keep on continuing on and, on and on and on and on and on. And like we said, Atlanta lost to Carolina in Carolina. And there's something about Cam. There's just something about Cam that he finds ways to win, to win some of these games. Like I said, Atlanta versus Carolina, that's a division game. It's a rivalry game. You never know what's going to happen. But... I don't, I, don't, I don't know who's worse, if it's Atlanta or if it's Carolina, because Atlanta was the team that you thought was going to go back to the Super Bowl this year, and Carolina was that team that you were hoping was going to get back to the playoffs this year after beating the Super Bowl two years ago. And, and I don't know if either one of them are going to make it. Like, how did, we, how did we have them projected out last week? Do you guys remember? Do you, do you guys remember how we had them projected out last week? Well, you know what? Let's go back and take you back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So, in the NFC South, we have New Orleans at number one at 5-2, and two, right? Or now improving to 6-2 and two. after losing their first two games. Yeah, they've won six in a row. And Carolina improving to 6-3, and three, while Atlanta falls back again. So right now, as that division is going, we're talking about New Orleans and Carolina. And Carolina still has an uphill battle. Because they still got to worry about teams like the Rams. But with teams like Green Bay being out of it, Dallas, for the most part, being out of it, ah, I don't think that we have that much to worry about. Carolina may make make the playoffs again this year. So next up, we had the LA Rams versus the New York Giants. And I had the LA Rams winning. And this is the second team, or the second game, where the point differential from the winner to the losers was tripled. The Giants put up 17 points. So, yeah. When I'm telling you that the LA Rams tripled their point total, I'm telling you that the LA Rams dropped a 50 Burgo on them. 51 to 17 LA Rams. As they ran up and down that field and took up the task. And you know what was even more? Surprising about it or impressive about it for the LA Rams, but you know what was even more sad about it if you're the New York Giants Leonard Fournette the LA Rams star running back Was suspended out with a team violation. They sat him down now Let us backtrack a little bit right LA Rams now this is gonna take some maneuvering here. The LA Rams are playing the New York Giants. And you notice how the LA Rams did not play around. Their rookie messed up. And they sat him down because they said, listen, you are not gonna run this team. This team will run you. We are you understand? You play for this team, this team doesn't play, doesn't play for you. So they made sure they sat that boy down store or not. I mean, rookie, content, rookie of the year contender or not. They sat him down and said, you will not conduct yourself in this ill manner. And yet, the New York Giants had a guy that did that. The New York Giants had a coach that held players accountable. The New York Giants got rid of that guy. And he's now in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. The 13 this week to triple their opponents, their opponents total to pull, to come out with a victory as they beat Cincinnati 7-23. Now, I know that doesn't look as gaudy as the rest of them. But we're going to keep talking about how things are just off in Giants land. Because if you remember, and if, oh man, I really hope you remember. But when Tom Coughlin first was let go by the New York Giants, we sat right here. I sat right here, talked to y'all, we've discussed this. And we and we as, as the logical sports people that we knew that we are, we knew automatically, we we wondered: hey, what's gonna happen to the New York Giants? How is the culture gonna be Now in New York, now that Tom Coughlin is gone, not even more that Tom Coughlin is gone, but you kind of ran him out of there because you were going to keep allowing Odell Beckham to do his thing. And now what do we hear in the media today? What do we hear coming out this week? Oh, the coach has lost the locker room. Players aren't playing for him. The coaches finding people in a ridiculous. State, you understand? They're not even saying that he's a, that he's being a disciplinary. He just they're just saying that he's acting like a petulant child, and nobody wants to deal with him. But see what happens when you don't let a guy like Tom Coughlin, being able to pull in the reins when you when he needs to, just because you want this star, supposedly to shine, and bring in highlights and bring in numbers and sell. And now, your team is so bad that you couldn't give away tickets. And where's that star now? At home, can't play, sucking his thumb. Topless in a pair of timbs. Wishing he could be on the banana boat. The banana boat. Also including that, we had Baltimore losing to Tennessee. We had that the opposite, by the way. 20-23 to as, listen... What we had there was a healthy Mariota Marcus Mariota came back healthy And they they played a good game And and, and, and we really get to see now that Baltimore really isn't what they used to be They're they're more of a shell of themselves But They can still keep a game interesting And even though they're they're sitting behind Pittsburgh in the standings There's still six games left There's still plenty of football to play Let's see if they can find a way to eke into the playoffs Philly beat Denver as Carson Wentz is looking amazing as he improves their record to 71. Houston loses to Indy, 20-14. Seattle takes a surprising loss to Washington, 17-14. to 14. As They got to find a way to help out that boy Russell Wilson. His offense has just been too putrid and he's getting old and things aren't happening right. Arizona beat San Francisco 20-10 to 10, As Adrian Peterson ran For over 150 or 30 100, Let's put 130 He ran for over 130 yards And couldn't smell the end zone What a damn shame if you had him on your football, fantasy team Because what that means is that He put up 13 points for you But you know he should have put up 20 Or more And if you're like me That caused you to tie This week in fantasy football And you still have the best record In your league, that was a close one. Screw you, Darnell. I'm gonna lose to the second last player. It's not gonna happen. Best you could get out of me is a tie. You ain't getting no Ws, B. Kansas City lost to Dallas. That's that was another surprising one. That one was so surprising that we're gonna have to talk about that after break. I can't even. It was not enough time for me to get into it now. But you know what I do have time to get into? You know that time I always you know what I do always have time to get into? I always have time to figure out what I'm doing on a Friday. So listen, what you need to do is what I do. Stop worrying, stop thinking. Head down to Capone's Nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find D J. Scepter. Does that name sound familiar to you? Does that name sound familiar to you? That's because DJ Scepter is the brand new DJ for the Miami Heat practice games. So go to Capone's and where you'll find DJ Scepter mixing in the loud room. And you do this for one reason and one reason only. Well, maybe two reasons. It's so you can start dancing and start drinking. I understand that you may be an introvert, and you may need to start drinking so you can start dancing. It doesn't matter what you do, whatever you do, you make sure you do this with DJ Scepter every single Friday night, from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down. Acapone. I I know you're waiting because you know there's more. Trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday. Listen, this is where you find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's. This is from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. DJ Scepter, in case you haven't realized it by now, he is DJing everywhere that you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, heat practice games, theaters, bachelor, bachelorette parties, or corporate events. DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. Now for reservations, all you have to do is go to bookings, That's B O O K I N G S at DJ Scepter, S C E P T E R dot com. Play that music for my DJ. Wow. Wow. Go, DJ. That's my DJ, go DJ, that's my DJ, go DJ, that's my DJ, that's my DJ, that's my DJ, that's my... Hey! my and we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. As you know, or you may not know... I'm still your host, Alan Thomas Taylor, because all I do is take that, take that, take that. Listen, if you're listening, I mean, if you're listening right here on the airways and Mighty Sports Radio, or MightyRadio.net, or if you just, all of you like to just, all you want to do is catch the sports stuff, then you go to MightySports.net, where you'll always be able to catch the latest episode of the Mighty Sports Podcast without having to listen through all of the music of the day that happens to play on the radio station. You can get your direct you can get your fix fixed directly into your eardrums at MITSports.net. That's MYT Sports.net. Mighty. So I told you before we went on break. Kansas City surprisingly. It lost a shocking game to the Dallas Cowboys. And listen, if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, like, you guys may be one of the only few. You guys are in the minority of thinking that you were going to win that game. Just like the same thing with Buffalo and the New York Jets. Only Jets fans really saw them winning that game. But, let's get back to Dallas. Let's get back to Dallas. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So, Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I just realized this is Cowboys and Indians. <laughs> so, they lost to them twenty-eight to seventeen, and which, which was a hell of a game. Which was a it was a hell of a game. Dallas took the field early, took the lead early, ran behind Ezekiel Elliott, kept on putting up numbers. Now, granted, now when you have a running game. When you really do have a solid running game, then you realize that you run more for quantity a lot of times than you run for quality. I Meaning like, like what Arizona did last week against San Francisco, they ran Andrew Peninsula 36 times. They didn't care if he had a touchdown or not. It was to constantly just keep wearing them down, and that's what Dallas did. Dallas kept on running Ezekiel Elliott. You understand, it wasn't until almost the beginning of the fourth quarter... Before another running back even touched that ball, and if I'm not mistaken, It may have been the fourth quarter. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dial it back just a little. I'm gonna say it happened in the third. But man, they ran the heck out of Ezekiel Elliott, and you know what? They may have had to, because Ezekiel Elliott may or may not be suspended for the rest of the season. <laughs> yes, they, we're still talking about this thing. But before we talk about Ezekiel Elliott, I don't want to get too sidetracked. I could have sworn I just heard my boo whistling at me. I'm hearing things. Well, listen, we may have a special guest soon. Let's let you know. Like, I hope you're listening out there. Like, I, I I try to get a female in this booth all the time. Like, I I try to get like a female's perspective into sports. And you know what? This one would have been perfect because she is a Dallas fan. So I'm hoping I can get her on the show next week, Saturday. We'll do a special show Saturday, and we'll do a show just to just to talk about this week in football. I'm still gonna do my picks for week ten. But I think I may mean, allow her to also do the picks for week ten we'll we'll do a little bit of comparison she'll talk some Dallas. I mean tell on she's a huge Dallas fan, even has a Dallas Cowboys tattoo on her leg, kind of thing as most Dallas Cowboys fans do they they put a star on their body somewhere. That's really big and blue, even when they're black as shit. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Palmer. (laughs) Go on. You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack. Yes, sir. You know what that does to you, huh? No, sir. It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. Now I said, if you want to kill yourself, go on and do it expeditiously. Now go on and jump, jump. And that's what Cowboys fans do. They jump for their team, and, and 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 they do anything that their team, their team ask of them. But they find a way to pull out that victory. And we're talking about even at the half. Like if I got if you have if you didn't see this game, or you haven't seen this highlight. Man, are you already a week behind? But you know what? That's what I'm here for. That's what I am here for to make sure you guys get caught up. But they, the Kansas City Chiefs, at the end of the half, threw underneath hell because basically it was hell. They were in hail mary range, and no, they didn't do the Aaron Rodgers thing, which is sit at home and nurse a bum shoulder. No, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. They didn't do the Iron Rodgers thing and and throw a touchdown all the way into the end zone to try to make it. No, 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 no. They did something completely different. They threw it underneath. And while Dallas had because Dallas was playing prevent defense, and we've heard about this prevent defense before. What it really does is prevent you from winning. And that's what would have happened if this, ha- if this needed to be the last play of the game to score. When unfortunately, or fortunately for the Dallas Cowboys, I should say, it was just the play to end the half. So you have the Dallas Cowboys, in, if you could imagine this, you have the Dallas Cowboys in pre defense. So you have three men on the line, and basically you have everybody else backed up into coverage. Six, seven men deep. And they're all in the end zone. Alex Smith takes the snap. He drops back a couple of steps and he gets the ball off the cunt, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt jogs his way up the field to give his blockers, and I use that term very loosely because against seven defenders, a wide receiver, a tight end, And another wide receiver, I think, a fullback maybe, should not be able to block seven defenders. But they did. And in a moment that if you've been watching football long enough. (laughs) That when when you thought that there was a slight chance that they had Kareem Hunt all bottled up. He put a move in there. Out of instant, just made you go what? As he avoided the last of the defenders and eased into the end zone. Now, unfortunately for the Kansas City Chiefs, that probably would have been the easiest score that they had all night. They had some fun in the end zone with the hack sack race. And can I can I let you know? Listen, I am I am I am so happy that the NFL is allowing some celebration because you know what. You can't be that perfect. Prefer- like, you can't be that, 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 that. You know. Stick up your asses. You know. <laughs> you can't be that stick in the mud kind of people. And so, it, it really does help. It really helps bring... Because you know what happens? It's just like... And, and the NFL isn't stupid. It's the same, the same exact reason why they allowed celebration in the end zone. is the same exact reason why they moved the extra point back. Because everything after the touchdown... Was boring, and people will quickly turn away to go find other things to watch. Real quick, until they believe the kickoff was coming, which was normally basically basically you knew it was going to be an extra point, which which almost nobody missed, and you had about two, three, four, five commercials, anyway, between like three and five commercials in between. So most people change that channel. So what the NFL has done now is that last year they went ahead and they moved that field, and they moved that extra point back. So now they made at least something after the touchdown interesting. But now, everything after the touchdown is interesting. Because after somebody scores, now you want to see how they celebrate. But also, you don't want to miss that extra point because that sucker is now for 25, 25 yards out. And it could go as, as the wind goes. The Oakland Raiders did not disappoint me and they beat Miami 27 to 24 as Miami hosted the 8 o'clock game Sunday night. Sunday night, Sunday night. It was a good game. Marshall sure Lynch came back with a vengeance. Miami's still having their issues. And Detroit and the Detroit Lions beat the Green Bay Packers 30 to 17. And like I said, without Aaron Rodgers, I find it very hard. To see the Packers winning any more games this year. And you'll see as I keep picking. So that's our week in football, right? So let's actually talk about this week in football. as we said, Ezekiel Elliott isn't going to play or he may play or he may not play. Basically, the last time he went to court, he was denied... An injunction on his suspension. Basically, he was denied a deferral on his extension. You know, uh, uh, on a freeze on his suspension. So, he's going to serve out his suspension. And at this rate, that's now for the rest of the season. Well, if he would have took the suspension from before, it would have been over with and he'd be playing right now. Now, this action and this action alone is the only reason why I can assume that Jerry Jones is saying that he is going to sue his NFL compadres, his NFL partners, if Roger Cadell gets a contract extension. Man, is Jerry Joe a petty motherfucker. Like, I don't even... I, like, I don't know... what I, I do know some petty people. I, I do happen to... I unfortunately do happen to know some petty people that are close to me. It's really unfortunate. It hurts my heart, right? <laughs> because as, 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 as these people happen to call themselves Christians and shit, and you will figure that they wouldn't be, they wouldn't act like that, but they do. You know, but they don't surprise me because, as I said, I, I, I do... I, as a person that grew up reading the Bible, I am always... I always... Held on to the fact that I do know for a fact that the devil was once an angel. He was he was one of God's right hand man. He was worshipful of God. He believed in the word, and because he was such of a he he made some people believe that he was such strong of a believer. He was able to be the devil and form a coup. Cause see, devils are generally always going to be devils. They just sh- act like they're good natured. But let's not get into that. <laughs> So, Jerry Jones is going to sue his partners if they extend Roger Cadell. Because mainly of the way he's treating their star player. Granted, Jerry Jones wasn't barking like this when they were doing this to, to, to Tom Brady and the New England Patriots last year. Actually, his rhetoric was more, it's a, this, is, this is what we signed up for, this is the collective bargaining agreement, and we need to go ahead and just trust the process. We need to go ahead and just trust the process and fixing to be trusted. And now he wants to sue his partners. As I already told you, James Winston is out. But most unfortunate one, the most unfortunate injury this week It's gonna have to wait until after we come back from break. Let me put you on a game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anywhere? Multiverse Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multiverse has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xbox in between. Even family holding operated operator for over 10 years just off the intersection, of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami, Gardens, Florida 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 7 dollars the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget, Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, Will you save more so you can play more. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We are back. And like I said we was talking about the injuries, right? And, and I'm sorry, you're back. You can listen to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Talent T. Domar Taylor. If you're listening to the sports podcast, I mean you should be listening to one place and one place only. Mighty But I know the catch out of the bag that we also have a whole entire radio network built into this thing. So you also could be listening to MyTRadio.net. but during this sports hour, go to the sports, go to the sports site, engulf that in. Look at them. Look, look at what's happening in sports. Look at what look at what you, look at what these beautiful women are doing for sports. Because that is something that you'll always be able to find highlighted on my sports page, is my Twitter feed that is dedicated to women's sports called My T Queens. That is run by one of my dear and fuck, one of my beautifully dear, amazing friends. Couldn't do half of the shit I do without her. So, back into football. The most disappointing injury of the year. Of the year. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of injuries. It's not Deshaun Watson. I'm sorry, it's not. Ah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I was about to say, it's not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it's not Jabez Winston. <laughs> it's not Andrew Luck. It's not whoever Miami's quarterback was, Tanner Hill. It was Deshaun Watson. If you haven't heard, Deshaun Watson tore his ACL, tore his ACL in practice in non-contact drills, folks. Tore his ACL. The guy that was lighting it up in Houston. The guy that has Houston at okay maybe he doesn't have Houston (laughs) sitting as great as I thought he did. I thought Houston was at least a playoff contender. Doesn't even look like they were that. But it sounds like they were, doesn't it? (laughs) it sound like right like as as i go through the scary, as i go through the thing like it's hard to believe that Houston isn't even in the playoff picture even as a wild card right now knowing the fact that listen how excited we were like, we were talk like so let, let me tell you something right that i that i, I came to a realization very recently right and I, I don't know if i've mentioned this here on the show before or not but i had this realization right that my, me watching football has been has been revolved around stars that I've liked it has ruled like stars that I've liked has ruled everything around me when it came to watching football like I, I came up in the, in the 80s in a time where there was Joe Montana Steve Young and Jerry Rice And granted those three guys Especially Joe Montana like, made, like really helped me fall in love with football But it was Lawrence Taylor It was Lawrence Taylor That really popped out of that page to me And then later on Deion Sanders Then after that Ray Lewis And somewhere in between there also Darrell Revis and for a very long time I've always had Even from the early beginning I've always had a great defensive player Or some great player that I've always liked watching I lo- Listen Man Could I tell you nobody loved them Some, great, some Brett Favre other than me I'm talking about when Brett Favre came to the came, See it's always so funny As, as a Jets or, or as a Knicks fan Even as a Yankees fan it's, it's always odd that how players that you love That you really really do love How they end up on your team in some way shape or form Happened with the Yankees with Daryl Strawberry it happened with to me with happened with the Knicks with Amar Stoudemire and Camilla Anthony. It happened with the Jets with Brett Favre. You understand? I used to play Madden, and I used to pick my offensive scheme as from Green Bay. Even and, and I used to keep the Jets defense, but I used to pick Green Bay's offense. After a while, I stopped picking. I stopped picking Green Bay's. I mean, the Jets defense. I used to go with the Ravens defense, and that was it. Green Bay's offense and and. And the Ravens defense, and that was how I played Madden. I played, and I did that with the Jets. So yeah, when Rex Ryan came, when Brett Favre came, when Bart Scott came, man, Ed Reeds, the Ed Reeds is the one I really did love those guys. And then I realized, I realized something this year. There aren't a lot. There aren't any superstars that I'm really. There aren't any NFL players I'm really excited to see play. And 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 that caught me at a gasp. Like I was really. <laughs> I'm not, I'm never ever gonna do that again. <laughs> I had to gasp, seriously, because I could not believe that there really wasn't anybody I enjoyed watching. And, and I mean, I'm going up and down the list. Like, I'm not really a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. So I can really, I don't, I, I can't, I don't care to watch him or not. Like, he does some great things. Like, honestly, one of the last few offensive guys I really like to watch was Megatron. And he retired a couple years ago, but we've heard—we recently heard about his rights being floated out there. Dollar, dollar, bill, y'all. <laughs> so, and a guy like Deshaun Watson, I was building enough hype in my head. And I'm like, you know what? Let me let me at least try to catch a couple of his games and see what he's all about, like. As a whole, right now, I could probably say the only team I really like to watch outside of my Jets is probably the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, granted, if, if, if Jameis Winston would have done what he was supposed to do with this, with this and you see, maybe not, because... Uh, There's something I do like about, about Jameis Winston and Mike Evans and that Tampa Bay team. But you know what? They also had a coach that was trying to hold them accountable, and they stopped doing that, and I'll look at them this year. You can't, you can't keep getting rid of coaches just because they're trying to hold players accountable. These, these millionaire crybabies need accountability. So, as we're getting through the middle of this season, right? Right, we're like we're on week nine, week ten already. I got some midseason awards that, that 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 I'm curious about, and we're gonna get a couple of polls up this week and see what how this plays out by the end of the week. Or by the end of the next show. But I got a couple of midseason awards. Like my MVP so far, I don't know if it's Alex Smith, Carson Wentz, or You understand? Like it's somewhere between those three guys to me. Alex Smith, Carson Wentz, or... W. <coughs> so we're going to put that up on the poll later. We're going to get a vote going. And we're going to see who you guys think. Rookie of the Year. I have Leonard Fournette. I have Cunt, Kareem Hunt. Sean Watson. And Jared Goff as potential Rookies of the Year. (laughs) 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 (sighs) What I really want to find out, though, is who's going to take the most L's as well. Is it going to be the Cleveland Browns? New York Giants, the San Francisco 49ers, or the Dallas Cowboys. Who's gonna finish with more L's this year? And man, that's a good one. And who would have thought? I mean, like the Browns and 49ers, yeah, but the Giants and Cowboys? Like, did you guys really think that it was gonna be Philly at the top of that division in seven and one versus the Cowboys or the Giants? Just saying. So as I try to figure out these midseason awards, the Major League Baseball Association came out with their official awards this week. And there's only two that we care about. And those are those Silver Slugger Awards. One going to... Who won his first one? Was it Martinez or Gregorius? But also, the other one going to Aaron Judge. So, listen. Those two guys for the New York Yankees. That's not what I was trying to do. (laughs) Those two guys this year for the New York Yankees. They took charge and they helped lead The New York Yankees into the playoffs all the way to the American League Conference Championship game. So I'm happy to see that these guys also got some kind of individual awards to let them know that, listen, you weren't, you did not go unseen as a team that people just thought wasn't going to do much is doing a lot. Which happens to be the theme for New York so far, at least for all of my New York teams, that is. My New York Jets are overachieving. The New York Yankees overachieved this year. And the New York Knicks so far are also overachieving. And man, when I, when I get to this basketball segment, you guys, you guys, you guys. We're going to make this quick. We're going to make this real quick because I'm not going to lie. I, I think I may want 15 minutes to talk basketball. I think I may want 15 whole minutes to talk some basketball with you guys. Maybe 10. Maybe 15. Ladies, you may not get any tips today. You may have to go, you may have to go home tonight or go to sleep tonight tipless. Just say it. But the first game we have is Seattle versus Arizona. And I could just go ahead and look back and see who's winning this game. But remember last time I said it was like twelve to 17, 12 to whatever. Listen. It's a reason why I, I'm gonna say this. I didn't start Adrian Peterson this week because I didn't think he was going to be able to produce against Seattle's defense, even though Seattle has their up and down. Seattle always has their up and down. They, 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 they kind of roller coasters sometimes, or they make a lot of games closer than what it should be. But if I'm not mistaken, after last week, Seattle was just 5-3. and three. Now, unfortunately, they get passed by the L.A. Rams, who that week improved because they, they had a bye week by playing the Giants. To six and two. So I don't see them losing twice in a row because they're in a real battle for the top of their division. So for that first game, yep, 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 yep. I'm gonna pick Seattle to keep being to keep being Arizona. I may I may be wrong about this. Look, Arizona can come back, AJ Peterson could put up some yards, and I could be eating my words right now as a talk. Because you know what? I don't want to look back and see what this score is. Unfortunately, because now I'm doing I'm doing these picks. I got the Jets beating Tampa Bay. I just told you there's no James Winston, there's no Mike Evans, and the New York Jets have been overachieving. And they're coming down and they're coming down here to Florida. We don't have to worry about playing in the cold. And it's actually not, and it's Tampa Bay, so it's not too cold where you're cold, it's not too hot where you where you where you feel like you're dehydrated just by putting on all your pads. It's a good temperature to play some football. I expect the Jets to light it up, but as I told you already, you're gonna get your tips right here um, throughout throughout this. So take take note. Josh McCowan, the quarterback for the New York Jets, has been a top 10 quarterback all season. With multiple, and I say multiple, 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 300-yard games. Including touchdowns. Hop on them, people. Especially against a depleted Tampa Bay team. I have New Orleans going into Buffalo and giving them the business. Only because New Orleans has been on it's been on a tizzy. And I, and I know Buffalo, eh, they're going to be looking for something to play for. But Buffalo, they may just take another punch in the mouth. I have Detroit beating Cleveland at home. Well, in Detroit, obviously. Um, I have Tennessee beating Cincinnati, as as AJ Green should be suspended for putting on putting a chokehold on a Jacksonville on a Jacksonville defender. Part of the reason why he got why, why why Cincinnati lost that game is because AJ Green, for the first time in his in his NFL career or his football career that we've ever seen, he lost his cool. And he wailed on a boy. I'm talking about right Reckless and Benjamin. That boy was in the... Dangerous. I have Chicago beating Green Bay. As I told you, I'm never picking another game for Green Bay to win until Aaron Rodgers comes back into that lineup. We're going to go do this because we're not going to go to break. yet. Yeah, this is a short break. We have... I'm going to pick... Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a team... I, this is a game I actually want to see. Cause this is going to be a team... This is going to be a game against two young studs. And we'll talk about the LA Clippers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sorry, the LA Chargers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, LA Chargers? Yeah. I, was, I was actually thinking LA Rams. I mean, this this, is, this still isn't bad. We talk about we're talking about Fournette as well as um, crap. I can't remember the running back name all of a sudden for the the Chargers, but. Melvin Gordon. There we go. Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon is still is, is still is a top five running running back. And if, if you have him this week, you should be playing him this week because last week the Chargers had a bye. So he's cup. So a guy that was already managing his workload or managing his minutes, managing his practice time. I shouldn't say his minutes or his workload. They were managing his managing him in practice and throughout the week to make sure that he can he could come through and continue to be a top five producing running back in this league then yeah, I expect the week off to be doing wonders for Melvin Gordon. If you have him in there, make sure you get him in that lineup. That kid is going to ball out today or this week. But do they win that game when they go down to Jacksonville? That's the thing. I don't see them making that cross-country trip. Because you know what also happens? Leonard Fournette comes back from his suspension. And we're going to have one of those, whatever you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, no, I can. No, you can't. No, I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Yes, can. no, can. yes, you can. Kind of situations. <laughs> you know, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna finish up the last of this. We're gonna finish the last half of this NFL picks, and we're gonna hop right back into football. And uh, we're gonna hop right back into baseball, uh, basketball, folks. That and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast when we return. Accessories from vapes, bombs, pipes, papers, incense, cleaners, and more. Just go to Smokey News at 1311 Southeast 17th Street, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33316. Tell the Mighty Radio Sage you. I'm a super special. So, we're back. Told you it was quick. It's Mighty Sports Podcast. Your host, San Antonio Martella. Listen one of two ways. Mighty Sports.net, Mighty Radio.net. I'm going to how you listening. I'm going to where you're at. I gotta thank you. I appreciate it. You're taking your time to lend me your ears. So I took a peek. <laughs> Seattle, 15. Arizona, 10. Just so Larry Fitzgerald pass um, catch a ball and have some dude land on the back of his neck. Now he stretched out for the ball he's gonna, and he's gonna get back up, but that's the last thing I just saw. So now for the second half of this NFL Week 10 picks. Did I, I tell you who's going to be on the bye this week? We're talking about Baltimore. We're talking about Kansas City, the favorite team I like to watch. I've been, I've been talking about Kansas City a lot for the last couple of years. I guess you guys should have seen this coming. That I really do like Andy Reid for some odd reason. <laughs> we have Oakland on the bye week, and we also have Philadelphia Eagles on the bye week. So the Philadelphia Eagles don't run the risk of even losing this week. They're going to remain 7-1 and the best team in the national football League. Take that with the drama voice. Dun dun dun. I have Washington holding off Minnesota at home. And I say holding off because I don't have any faith that they will. As I just highlighted Minnesota as I'm picking Washington. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. I have to. I'll, hopefully, I remember next year. I'm gonna leave it like that. Hopefully, I remember next week and see what happened there. I got Pittsburgh going into Indiana and taking them boys out because there's nothing in Indiana that that's gonna stop them from from that Pittsburgh defense just getting to them and crushing them every every other play. Without Deshaun Watson, I really find it hard for the LA Rams to for the Houston for the Houston Texans to keep winning, especially when the biggest contribution that JJ Watt can do right now is in Puerto Rico. So I have the LA Rams beating the Houston Giants. Houston, Houston, Texans. Which brings up this is a very, very interesting game. New York Giants versus the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> the New York Giants versus the San Francisco 49ers. It, it, it's like it's like it's, it's like asking who's gonna win a who's gonna win a spelling bee contest between Dumb and Dumber. Seriously, it's like asking me who can solve the math problem faster of two plus two with dub and dubber. That's the New York Giants versus San Francisco game. This game is going to be so horrifically bad that I am just going to say, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Watch this. San Francisco to beat the Giants. Because you know what? Giants have come. The Giants have come out publicly. The players have come out publicly and said that they have quit on the coach. That they are no longer playing for the coach. They don't like the coach. The coach's demeanor, the coach's tactics, and Nothing is working. And players have quit, and they didn't have anything to begin with. Brandon Marshall can't catch a ball if Odell Beckham isn't there. The rest of the rest of that offense doesn't work. They have no running gate. They have no right guard. Eli Manning is old as dirt. They're big, and and they're about to sit down, Eli Manning. They are gonna. You understand what this coach is about to do? This coach is gonna po- potentially ruin Eli Manning's Iron Man streak of sto- of consecutive game starts because he just wants to go to new look all of a sudden. This is the piece of scum shit that you wanted in New York. And in New York, instead of Tom Coughlin, this is why you ran Coughlin off so you can get this kind of bullshit ass results. Like you, you understand? Like you? Ooh. But you know what? You have old El Beckham now, so it's all good, right? Fucking cocksuckers, you. <laughs> we have the Atlanta Falcons pit taking on the Dallas Cowboys, and let's just let's put it this way: I don't see Atlanta losing twice in a row, and I don't see Dallas putting putting together two straight victories. Especially now that that Ezekiel Elliott is again is once again potentially <laughs> suspended for the rest of the season. You notice that every time I pick this based off Ezekiel Elliott being a suspended, uh, he comes back in and he proves me wrong because every time he's played, every time he's played his ball, he's put up over 100 yard games. Like he has been monstrous. This kid is the truth. It's just too bad that he can't keep his punk ass hands up for women. And he has to domestically dis- um, abuse women. Yes, folks, let's just put it out there. Let's just make sure you understand what's going on. The reason why Ezekiel Elliott is having a hard time staying on the field this year is because his punk ass hits women. So don't forget it. Let's just put it, let's call a spade a spade. His ass likes to rough up women. He likes to hit them. He likes to prove that he's a man by hitting on other women. That's Ezekiel Elliott, the star running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Just still, listen. This is let you guys know. If it's if you if you had to give me a choice right now, I'll pick Odell Beckham over Ezekiel Elliott, and you know how I feel about Odell Beckham. I got New England going into Denver and beating Denver, and I have Carolina come, um, beating Miami and Carolina. Here goes the rest of your peaks for week 10. I got eight minutes to talk some basketball. Yeah, I'm a little pissed. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you. I have one question to ask you guys. Do you believe yet? Do you believe Are you a a believer in unicorns? Because if you ain't, I got to tell you something. I I said, I got to tell you something. There was a unicorn in New York. I said, there's a unicorn in New York. And his name is, uh, I said, his name is, uh, it's Christoph. Christoph Perzingis. And he is averaging over 30 points per game this season. Did you see him against? Who did he play against? A couple of games, a couple of games back. Well, granted, listen, we got four straight blocks on one play. Seven foot three, crossing people up, shooting in their eye, taking them off the dribble, sizing them up, and in, 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 in the three point stands and shooting right over them, using the backboard, not even calling bank. Now, granted, I don't know if Kristoff Przing was actually hurt the last game, or if he, or if he, precautiously took a ga- took a game off because it was a back to back. That unfortunately the New York Knicks end up losing that back to back, but they won that previous game with Porzingis, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it's bringing up a very good question right now: Who is going to finish this year with a better record, the Oklahoma City Thunder or the New York Knicks? Because as it currently stands right now, the Knicks have won six, what seven of the last nine games. Oklahoma City Thunder four for four for five, or three for six, something like that. 4 of 5 maybe. So they're struggling. But it's odd how they're struggling. Which which gives you a sign that they may... Co- that they'll that will probably come together. Think of it like the Big Heat that was in Miami. In a sense. In a sense. Where those guys were all averaging a decent amount of points. All all getting the shots that they needed to take. You know, at least an average. And... They just weren't quite clicking initially in the beginning, which left room to make people believe that they weren't going to win the title in their first season, which they didn't. They lost to the Dallas Mavericks as Dirk Nowitzki ended up getting his first title by beating LeBron James in yet another NBA Finals. Not the fact that Dirt Vizky didn't even beat him in another NBA Finals. You're saying LeBron James lost in another NBA Finals. Because he, he, he kind of makes a habit of this. LeBron, listen, LeBron James just told you in a Sprite commercial that... Listen, he's never going to forcibly make you do anything. Even if you were dead thirsty and you were dying for a Sprite, he would ask you... Hey, buddy old pal, would you like a Sprite? And that's what he did to Dirk Nowitzki. He said, hey, buddy old pal, would you like a ring? Because LeBron James is the generous king that hands out rings. So there's a couple of players right now that are, just catching, that are just flying off of the radar right now, right? And another one of them is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Which, Giannis Antetokounmpo, we've seen him coming for a while. But man, there's just, he keeps adding the little pieces. He just keeps adding those little pieces to his game that makes you just say like, Hey, I want to watch you ball. But even more so. it's also what's going on in Golden State, right? Like, Kevin Durant has been out, and, you know, no KD for, for Golden State, no problem. They just keep winning games, right? That's kind of what happens in Golden State. Even though they, they struggle a little bit with him in there, they go up and down right now. You have no clue how they're going to look because, you know, they're saying like that. To be able to get that effort out of them for, like, a four straight year is going to be tough. But, hey, no KD, no problem. And like I said, I figure Oklahoma City's going to figure their stuff out eventually. They're all averaging 17 shots a game. They're all getting a little bit more. You know what I mean? They're, they're getting there. They'll figure it out. And they'll figure out who starts doing what in what moments. But while they're figuring it out in Oklahoma City, and like we said, in, in Golden State, no KD, no problem. And we have Giannis, the Kumpo like bringing awareness to Milwaukee. So much so that you forget that they're being coached by Jason Kidd at times. And we got the unicorn in the garden. You know who's really been impressive this year? Who's really, really been impressive this year? Kyrie Irving. I'm going to tell you. I have a hard time admitting that knowing that he plays for the Boston Celtics. I really, really do. Like, that gives me a hard time. Like, it gives me heart palpitations. But Kyrie, is, Kyrie, is, Kyrie has been balling. But not only just balling, because, so let me, let me, let me I'm, I'm not just talking about the fact that he has his team winning ten straight games. It's the fact that you see why he wanted to lead. And 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 let me let you and and, and let's and let's also add on to this, right? That let me let's also be one hundred percent honest and let's get this out of the way first. His ability to lead right now, a team. Does not happen unless LeBron James comes to Cleveland and does what he does there over these last what three years with Kyrie Irving and that team. It doesn't happen because we all know what these teams look like when Kyrie Irving was trying to lead them before. Granted, we don't know if he had all that talent, but talking about him going to Boston and needing a and 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 listen, Boston was the perfect team too. Kyrie Irving is a young player, but he's older than most players in Boston. Outside of Al Hoffman and a couple of other vets, he's younger than most of all, he's, he's younger than the majority of all of that young talent. And he's won a championship. And he's been to three straight finals. And he's made the game-winning shot. And we compare his handles to only that of Steph Curry. Currently in the league right now. And like I said, the beauty behind him is that as wild as it is that he thinks the earth is flat, as wild as it is that he said he wanted to leave LeBron James, you have to realize that he wasn't wild for saying what he said. He's leading this team to 10 straight victories. He is the leader of this team. He is able to lead all of these young guys and have them follow him as he now becomes the one and only alpha male. He is the Kai, Kay, Kyrie Irvin. You know the Kai from Dragon Ball from the Dragon Ball Sagas? Yes, that is Kyrie Irvin. He's become he's the Kai now. He has Al Horford as, as 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 a as a veteran and even when he didn't have him in the last game where he played the LA Lakers and they beat and they beat Lonzo Ball on the court as the as Lafair Ball was losing off the court in China for being arrested for stealing Gucci shades or some shit like that, a Versace purse or something. Kyrie Irving is actually leading this team, and you see it like he he really is the driving force. And you see it with his handles, you see it with his patience, you see it. And I'm telling you, there's a difference because you're, you're talking to a guy that used to watch Kyrie Irving in those early Cleveland days. It, it was tough, but listen, I was watching him. I was watching. I was watching the guy in Portland, Damian Lillard. <laughs> I've watched Giannis in the young stages of his career. You can see before where Kyrie Irving looked like he was just kind of reckless and out of control. Now, when you see him, it's a controlled fury. It 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 is no, it is madness. It is it is crazy. Like it is irky jerky. He has he has his offense and that defense and that ball all on the string. And that boy is doing his thing. So now he wasn't having wild thoughts for thinking that he can be a better player by leaving Cleveland. Because we are seeing right now that he is a better person and a better player <coughs> for not being with the generous King James. Thank you, folks. That is my time. That is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Alan Thomar Taylor. Once again, if you're listening, MyTSports.net, MyTRadio.net. I have to thank you for giving me your time. Stay tuned, stay blessed, and don't stress. And just remember, as we continue this journey of growth... No, Rihanna, back up. (laughs) As we continue this journey of growth, let's remember that one hand washes the other... And both wash the face. Mighty Sports. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. My teeth!